Hey, this is Jenna Starr, and you are listening to Tanya Tate's MILF Making Money. This is Tanya Tate. MILF Making Money. Hello to all you wonderful people who are looking to level up your loot. I'm Tanya Tate and this is MILFs Making Money. On today's show, focus on the get to, not the have to. Today's guest is successful new performer, Jenna Starr. We are discussing pivoting industries and transitioning into making a successful OnlyFans account. So let's talk about what I'm up to right now. Oh, I am going to be going to the happiest place on earth. You know where the happiest place on earth right now is? You're thinking, I know. Well, the happiest place on earth for me right now is inside me. My happiness is made inside. Your happiness is made inside. That is the happiest place on earth. It's the in the moment. It is right now. But guess what? Next week, I am going to Disney World and I'm so excited. Feel like singing? I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. There you go. A little bit of a song for you. But you know what? The thing that's on my mind right now is all that packing, all that build up to the trip, to the event. And I'm, I'm just like thinking about what's going to be happening. Someone said to me, like, what thing are you looking forward to the most about Disney World? And you know what I'm looking forward to the most? The feeling. Not like one specific thing. It's not like, oh, there's a certain ride because there's so many rides. I mean, let's be honest, there's so many things to do in Disney World. It's hard to pick one over the other. I'm looking forward to that feeling inside, that feeling of the excitement, the exhilaration, that magical feeling that I'm just going to stand there and just soak it all in. But also to look at my little boy, Ozzy, age four, just thinking about him and looking at his face and seeing through a child's eyes the excitement because we've all got that child inside us. But now, right now, It gets to feel really stressful for me just before a trip. It feels stressful because I let it feel stressful. I got to change that. You know, in the lead up to this trip, I've got things to do. I've got emails. I've got accounts. Oh, those dreaded damn accounts still. (laughs) It's one time of the year when it gets really like, you got to get all this done feeling overwhelmed, thinking about all this work that I have to do before I'm going to leave because when I get there, now I won't be answering emails. I won't be doing the usual things that I'm doing. I will be doing some things, but not everything. So you're trying to get everything done before. It's like, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And oh, I need to do it. I need to get through all this list. But there are two simple words that can change your mindset towards this, towards work and towards life. You know, I have this massive list. Oh my God, I've got to get it all done. I have to get it all done. I have to. Well, how about if we change those words from have to to get to? Just two simple words, get to. I'm going to get to this. It can change you hearing that complaining voice. 
into something that's more of a like a big appreciative heart. Don't act like you don't have a choice and are imprisoned. We do have a choice. We choose by choosing our attitude and our actions. We choose how we view work. We choose how we view life. Every day is a gift. Think about it. It's not what we have to do. We don't have to do this. It's what we get to do. You can waste your life by being negative, by saying, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that. You know, whether it comes to chores, it could be a pleasant chore, it could be an unpleasant chore, but you know, I have to do it. I have to. But saying, it's Monday, I have to do some work. It sounds like I don't like my job and that work's a punishment. Or, oh, I have to prepare my podcast. Sounds like a negative statement. So let's think about some of the things that I have to do, you know. I have to get my son, Ozzy, ready for school. I have to get my accounts done. I have to plan what I'm eating today for my lunch and my dinner. Oh, I've got to clean up this kitchen. I have to pack everything. I have to get my nails done. Oh, in the middle of all that, I've got to stop. I've got to take this phone call. I've got to respond to the messages. So many things are just coming here, there and everywhere. Now let's say those statements again, but use get to instead of have to. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to try it. It's Monday. I get to do some work today. Ah, okay. That sounds okay. Oh, I get to prepare my podcast today. Well, you know, preparing my podcast actually feels quite nice. So I get to find the time. I get to take the time out. I get to have some quiet time. And I get to put my thoughts down. I get to get my son, Ozzy, ready for school. You know how amazing is that? I brought a little boy into the world and I'm helping him start his day. I'm helping him get up, get ready. I'm helping him get himself to school. That's exciting. I get to do my accounts today. Well, you know what? The accounts are great because it shows that there's finances coming in. It shows there's money to pay the bills. If there's a lot of things, well, you know what? There's a lot of money coming in. There's a lot of outgoings. That's fine because I've got the money coming in to pay the outgoings. Get it all done. That's great. I get to plan my dinner. Well, I get to plan delicious foods. I get to plan healthy stuff. I get to look at my list and see, well, what foods can I eat? What foods are helping me? What foods are good for my body? And I can prepare them. Oh, it's quite tasty. I get to clean the kitchen up. Well, you know what? I've got a kitchen. It's quite nice. It's got a big table in it. There's a lot of space, worktop space. I also have a dishwasher. I can put the stuff in the dishwasher. I hand, hand wash some stuff. I've got all this, this space. I've got a home. I've got the heat. I've got the water to wash things. Now you can see what's happening. Oh, I get to pack. Well, you know why I'm going to get to pack? Because I get to go on a trip. How amazing is that? I get to get my nails done this week. The appointment's already booked. Oh, how fabulous. I get to pamper myself. I get to take this phone call. Well, you know who's on the other end of a phone call? It's one of you fans. <laughs> it's one of my fans that is calling me. And I get to have fun on the phone call, whether it's a chat or whether it's something a little bit more deeper or a little bit more risque. I get to have fun and enjoyment. What a difference that makes the way I, instead of just rattling on the list of all what I have to do, I have to do, all these things that I get to do. But also I'm taking a moment to appreciate why I'm doing all of these things. You know, the difference it makes, it's got the potential to enhance joy. You know, it's gonna give you more productivity because you're not sitting there thinking, oh, it's drudge and drudgery. Well, no, it's not. It's great, we get to do these things. Your performance is going to be increased. And you know what? It's full of positivity. Life is not an obligation that you have to make the most of, that you have to. You don't have to. Life is a gift that you get to make the most of. We get to choose our attitudes and our actions every day. We get to be a positive influence daily. We get to make people smile. We get to make a difference in the lives of others. We get to do this today because we may not get to tomorrow. Think about that. Life's precious. Enjoy every moment. 
I challenge you today to do this, right? Okay. So whether you're thinking, whether you're writing, whether you're saying it out loud, I want you to, to use the words get to. So everything that you're thinking, just put it in front of the step, the statement, the sentence, get to do this today. I get to do this. And if you can do it for one day, you can try it tomorrow. You can try it another day. Let's do the get to challenge together. Coming up next on MILF's Making Money, myself and successful new performer, Jenna Starr, we are going to be discussing pivoting industries and transitioning into making a successful OnlyFans account. You are listening to Tanya Tay Presents MILF's Making Money podcast. And I have a hot new performer who during COVID transitioned from a mainstream business into the adult industry, making a financially successful OnlyFans. Welcome, Jenna Starr, to MILF's Making Money. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Jenna. Hi. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. So why don't we start by, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, what you did before you become a content creator. Thanks for having me. So I was running my own business for five years, doing microblading and lash extensions. During that time, uh, pretty much the same time that I had opened my business, I was asked to do a photo shoot. Kind of a funny story. I had gotten married and did a photo shoot and got divorced pretty quickly. The photographer hit me up and she was like, hey, you know, your pictures, your photos came out really well. I was wondering if you'd like to do a photo shoot. And I was just kind of like, uh, me, I'm not really a model or anything, you know, I'm, I'm not 6'3". <laughs> so I never really saw myself that way, but she talked me into it. And, you know, I gathered clothes together from, I used to be a manager at a BB store, um, actually before I owned my own business, I was one of the managers. And so I had a lot of BB clothing, got my little BB clothing together and I used to do my photo shoots and my BB clothing, did the photo shoot and it came out great. And from there, uh, all these photographers were contacting me to do photo shoots. Uh, so it was really something that I started uh, on a, as a pastime for fun, something to keep me preoccupied and it helped keep me away from thinking about my anxiety and stuff like that. So from there, I just started doing photo shoots and then photographers were posting me and then I started, you know, growing followers and then I was like, okay, this is kind of fun, you know, and, and it feels great, you know, let me... We just keep doing this. So it just started to develop into something. It was several several years ago. I thought about doing an OnlyFans. I actually opened one. I think I opened it three at least three years ago. So I've been on there for a long time, but I wasn't using it. I wanted to have multiple streams of income. So I wanted to have my business going there. And then I wanted to do the OnlyFans as well. I just struggled with it mentally and what people were going to think about me. I built my business up for five years. By uh, 10 months into my business, I was making six figures. And then about five years out, COVID hit. And when COVID hit, I lost basically all my business overnight. And I had a good chunk of savings and I survived that year on my savings. And then I had already started an OnlyFans, like I had said, I had already had it there in the works. I just wasn't really using it that much. And then when COVID hit, I was just like, well, we don't you know, really have a choice. I'm, I'm in the house. I was already thinking about doing it. Let me just go ahead and start this off. So I started doing it and then it started doing like really well. And by October of that year, Brazzers had contacted me through Twitter and asked me to, you know, if I would like to do a scene and then, you know, if it, if I enjoyed it or if it worked out well that we could talk about future scenes. And I, and I was like, absolutely. I had already opened that door. I might as well go all in, right? <laughs> go all in. Yeah. Great. I love this. So it's like, so let's, let's, let's go back. So you had your microblading business that was, and lashes. Yeah. And 
you, you had that you had that going you were very successful um prize that i didn't know that you was a manager at a bb store mm-hmm. you've got a lot of skills there jenna you know running businesses being very focused being business-minded knowing that when you do something you know you put everything into it you've got that business mentality and i think it's reflected now you are still a businesswoman, a successful businesswoman. It just changed into a different market. Absolutely. And I love this. So, you know, you, you started taking some photos. You were hit up by different photographers. You know, I love, I actually like baby clothes, little cute. I remember all those bandage still dresses. Favorite. Still my favorite. <laughs> a lot of them in my closet if I can fit them, you know. Bandage dresses, I mean, they they just clung. I forget the first time I started wearing those dresses out in Vegas when I was like 24 years old. Man, I was like, this is great. <laughs> Fabulous. So you got your photos. See, so that was a good thing because it was like giving you the confidence to get in front of the camera and to practice really practice for something that was to come later on definitely led to you know i would post a picture of my you know because i I was in the beauty industry so i post a picture of my face and i think it's really important for women to hear this i would post a picture of my face hair curled full face of makeup you know like having fun playing around and then you know a, a guy would comment on the photo and be like oh I'd like to bust the nut all over that face. And I, I was just so taken back from that. Like, oh my God, what did I do? You know, and then I'd delete the picture and I would feel like, disgust. oh my God, what did I do? You know, whatever. Well, I just didn't realize that that was actually something to be excited about or, or thankful for or whatever. I just took it as like, oh, you know, I was I, um, must have done some kind of whorish acts, you know? But no, um, now I'm very thankful and appreciative and I understand what that means now versus, you know, because, and I think a lot of people, well, if you, you didn't post pictures like that, you know, guys wouldn't be saying things like that to you. It was just your face. It was just my face. That's when I started learning that it just didn't matter. It really doesn't matter as long as you're comfortable about that yourself. Exactly. You know, I, I think as a woman, you have to go through that. You have to be able to listen to it, see it happening, you know, realize that men are turned on by different things, by different women, by different men as well, <laughs> in, in a certain extent, you know, yeah. but to, to just in, embrace it, you know, and accept it and to be okay with it inside. Yeah. I mean, I had to learn, like, it was something to be, to be a sexual icon was something to be proud of. And I I had to start learning how to embrace it in order to now starting to become successful with it. Oh, you've already far from started. (laughs) for me. (laughs) It is, it's pulling it up and then finding that confidence as a woman to be like, hey, these guys are interested and what can I do with this interest? Do I feel okay with this interest? Does this feel good to me? Am I accepting this? And then it's like, actually, you know, you started the OnlyFans and it was something that you did really, you know, when you were doing your little photo shoots, the things that you were doing for fun, you know, in your free time. Why was it that you started the OnlyFans? Is that because that was the only platform that you knew of or was it something else? I think it's called the Patron. Patreon. Okay. So at the time, there was two that, you know, you could choose from. I mean, we're talking what, three years ago, maybe four years ago. This is when all of that had like first, first started. And I was just like, man, I do love these photos and they make me feel fantastic. And I would love to share them with everybody. I was just too worried about what people thought about me. So I'm saying all that to tell you the story about the first time I sold was several years ago. I got on Patreon first. And then I probably started it at the OnlyFans too or whatever. But I got on Patreon first and I, I tried to figure it out and learn the tiers. And I, I posted sets of photos and I had the first sale. And it was maybe like three nudes for 50 bucks. And I was like, oh my God, this is fantastic. Oh. Well, I didn't know at the time until like a day later when the person who purchased this, the photos on Patreon, they were able to get their money back. 
And I was like, wait, what? So they got the photos. They got their money yeah. back. This drew my attention. And I went and I looked to see, uh, you know, who the person was. It, you know, I'm be. It was my kid's father's, one of his best friends. Oh. And I don't think he realized it was showing his name. So I knew who he was. And I just freaked out. I called the, the my favorite photographer crying. And I was just like, oh, my God, you don't believe what happened. <laughs> and then, you know, he's like, yeah, Jenna, you know, these things are going to happen. But it was crazy that that was my first sale. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought my first sale? And it's because I had advertised it on my, um, my Snapchat. And I didn't realize he was following me or, or, or mm. I just didn't think about it, you know, or whatever. So, and I think this is a great thing to talk about because, you know, a lot of people have gone through this or may have gone through it, may have gotten shut down or gone through a lot of personal situations that actually shut them down or they worked through it. So I think a whole nother year or so went by. I just, I, I couldn't do it. I was like, okay, everyone and anyone can see my vagina. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Eventually this will get it everywhere, you know? Then I got to the point before COVID where I was just like, man, you know, you, you really want to do this. You should get, you know, so slowly but surely I got myself back into doing it. Um, I started selling pictures again. Then I went through COVID and I was okay. And I was actually spending time. I, I had a friend stay with me, a male friend stay with me during COVID. And then he super encouraged me, you know, like, I don't think, you know, this is bad. You know, this is great. Let me help you. And yeah. so I'm actually really thankful for, he knows who he is. <laughs> I'm really thankful <laughs> for him for encouraging me to just not care what people thought and, you know, to break through. And he helped me make a lot of my first uh, boy girl content and my solos. I love this. It's like, you know, th this is going to happen. You know, if other women, other content creators are listening right now, just remember somebody is going to see you because yeah. you're out there. You, you are out there. And this actually brings a good point up is that I have a lot of girls contact me and they're like, hey, I'd love to do this. I've, I've been thinking about it. I'd like to do an OnlyFans or whatever. What is a way I can do this without advertising on my Instagram or advertising anywhere? I don't really don't want people to know it's me. Or maybe I can do this and I can put a mask on or I can cover my face. Then now you limit yourself for one, on marketing, because mm -hmm. this is all based on marketing, your, you know, your marketing strategy. And you limit yourself there. Now you put yourself up to other women like me or whoever else is willing to show their face, because that's a really big deal. The guys want to see your face. Um, that might have worked in the beginning, but now, unless you've really built yourself up with a mask on, I don't know how that will pan out. The other aspect of it is like we were saying, People are going to find out regardless. I've seen this happen to people I know personally where, you know, you would have thought there was no way that other person would have figured it out. But here's the deal. If you're hiding it from those people, nine times out of 10, that per those people are on the other platforms of the other girls because they're on there looking. They're going to see you being advertised on there and now they're going to know. They're just as guilty, but that's, that's just what, that's, that's how it works. So you have to yeah. be ready to put yourself fully out there. You're right. You know, it's, it is, it's, it is kind of limiting because, you know, I'm going to give you an example. I had a guy and he specifically called me up on Sex Panther. So it's one of the places which I use OnlyFans and Sex Panther. They're my two platforms that I, that I use. Um, and the guy was calling me up because he wanted some advice from somebody that was already in the industry and he didn't know who else to ask so he'd been doing you know the way that you had a guy that's been helping you he had a he was helping a girl and she was building up her content she was making money but what the fans were doing they were asking for more so they wanted to see his face and so our conversation and we brainstormed together about the pros and cons of showing your face and whether he wanted to go ahead with it. And at the end of the conversation, he decided that he didn't want to show his face. We was going to go and have to have the conversation with the, with the friend that he was helping. But it is, it's like, 
the fans they want to see so especially if you're a girl that was an example of a male you know yeah. a lot of the time yeah. a male is just a cock so they're not as interested but if you're a female they want to see your face they want to see what you look like it's okay to like jack off over you know a pair of breasts or a backside but they, they want to see your face so it's i guess there are girls out there that are successful showing the face but you've answered it and i'm answering it for a, a female I would say they always want to see your face. And they, if you don't show it at first, you're going to get pressure to show it. Yeah, and I know somebody uh, very close to me personally that even wasn't showing their face. And unfortunately, the person they were trying to hide it from was on my OnlyFans when I advertised that person. And that person found out about it. I mean, it just kind of goes to show you that man was on there. You know what I mean? He, he was on that... That other woman that you know, her page. And so that's how, you know, they found out about her doing it. And then they shamed her for it. So interesting. That's very interesting because they shamed her for having an OnlyFans, yet they were on your OnlyFans. So that's the person that's viewing, that's paying, that's spending. They've got the credit card and they're, you know, they're, they're, and they're the having a nice time. They would have known is if they paid to see because it was a locked message. And it, it wasn't her name, it wasn't her face, so that person is on my OnlyFans to this day. And Keep enjoying Jenna's OnlyFans, just don't shame everybody else. No. So, so, we, so you've got, you, you started with the Patreon, you took a break, you come back on the Patreon and then you started with the, with the OnlyFans. And this is the time when the COVID's hit. And now you're at home. You've got your friend that's staying with you. Great friend, I have to say. We all owe a big thank you to your friend that gave you that encouragement, that believed in you, that said, you know what, Jenna, you can do this. And he was willing to help you. Yeah. So we're moving forward. So now you've got your OnlyFans. You know, you said when you started doing the pictures, you started off, you started your Instagram and your Twitter when you originally started making your pictures a few years before so my instagram is what i had originally started i've had the jenna fyd instagram for very very long time and that was when i had first started my modeling so i'm almost at seven hundred thousand followers on that account that yeah. i grew on my own and it's like the jenna star account that i have i started about a year ago that was my original backup for the other one. And then I got this bright idea that I was going to have, a, you know, build up this, the other account that way. And I wasn't going to really do much to it as far as getting it to grow. So um, now that one is naturally growing off of the porn that I'm doing, the marketing, because I, I wanted, I was playing with the marketing strategies. So a lot of people ask me, why do you have two accounts? People really don't know, you know, understand what's going on, but a lot of us influencers understand why. I started that one. So I would say, as you can see, I'm about, I think 127,000 on that smaller account now. That has been natural, like just growing on its own from people coming in, like my fans, like from the porn. The other account are like fans from just all over, you know, marketing myself everywhere. So those are two different types of fan bases. So my Twitter has built up a lot from the porn, I would say, because I, it, I was at 900 followers on the Twitter. I had just started the Twitter and then the browsers had came to me on there and then hit me up or whatever. So since then, February, so next month it'll be a year, but they didn't release my scenes until like March, I think. So I've been, so through the, um, the porn, I've been able to grow that smaller Instagram account and then the, the Twitter. And then the OnlyFans, I was obviously grow, been growing for years and that is that 62,000 fans now? Wow, that's a lot. Is that so? So let's let's go back over those. You've got two Instagram accounts. So we're talking about Jenna Star goes from like zero to just on the free social media because I couldn't see the figures on the back end because you know, in OnlyFans, it hides your followers. So looking at the front end, and now I can see the back end as well. You know, you've got that's like a million followers. You know, just on the free stuff, it's almost a million. So bumping up with your with your um, OnlyFans as well, you've got over a million followers. So you've gone from zero to a million, you know, just by being you, by 
doing a lot of organic you know like you said by putting the pictures up there by putting them out there by working within the rules because there's a lot of rules that we have to work on with Instagram and I like the way that you set up you know the the, the original I'm going to tell everyone the actual handles so they can go and look as in case they want to look while we're talking instagram.com slash jenna fyd that is the one that's got almost seven hundred thousand followers that's the one that you've built up organically and then since that you started up with the other handles for instagram for your only fans for twitter it's jenna and then two underscores so jenna underscore 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 star and star's got two r's at the end so there that's like the main handle that you use and but you've also got two OnlyFans accounts as well <laughs> so so talk to me this is kind of interesting because you know a lot of people they have like the main OnlyFans account and then some people do have a second OnlyFans account I've got one I I'll admit it I wasn't very successful at putting the 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 effort in because I would it, for me I like to focus certain places I found it too challenging but you're very successful so tell us how you've been able to do your free OnlyFans and your VIP OnlyFans and talk to us a little bit about how they're different and what what the fans can expect on there it's more than a full-time job <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, hundreds of messages a day on the free account I'm just uh, pushing out as much content as I can. And that's the main uh, focus of that account, to have a hub. I'm basically one of the only people who have been free for a really, like, I've been, that account has been free for over two years or so, year and a half. Now, uh, I just started the uh, VIP a couple of months ago, and again, that's me playing around with marketing strategies and, and shifting things around and running tests and, you know, doing scientific research. No. <laughs> so I would say the main reason I've discovered why I'm able to do these several platforms um, is because I'm high functioning on the spectrum and I have like uh, severe ADHD. And my brain is constantly running and running and running and running and running and running. And I need to mentally wear myself out along with physically wear myself out. So throughout the day, all throughout the day, I'm constantly on one of these, you know, it keeps my mind. It just goes to show how fast my brain is moving in pace. That's basically how you're able to do it. <laughs> But you know, like I've also done to where I focused on one thing for a certain period of time and then I focused on another thing and then I, I focused on a couple of them and then yeah. I would gradually bring them all into where I'm like pacing them all at the same time. Yeah. I mean, you can literally sit there with like two browsers open, you know, looking at each of the different accounts. So, but it, it, it does, it takes a lot of balance, you know, balancing. Yeah, scheduling, uh, balancing, um, and then, you know, if I do a video, then I take a couple of pictures, uh, I like to do some gifts with them, and then I plan and schedule how that goes out. And then I on the VIP, I've created the VIP to where if you want to get more of like a personal experience instead of having everyone on the free account, there are a lot of people on there who just want to talk for no reason. Yeah. Um, so the VIP uh, lets me know the people who are more serious about uh, my time and they value my time and they're willing to spend the subscription to come over there and, and talk to me. I have still been working on, you know, formulating this process now with the two accounts especially since because it's new. So if they come over, they're going to get on my VIP, you pay the subscription and you pretty much get all my solos there. They're put on the wall. On the pay-per-view free account, you just can hang out and choose what you want to watch and what you don't want to watch. So you're not locked into a subscription. So basically I'm, I'm like the rumor of Max 
cosmetics is basically what I'm trying to uh, do here. So if you're this, if you think this way, I, I'm, I've got you here. And if you think that way, I got you here. So if you'd like to spend the subscription and get more of me, then you can spend the subscription, but you're locked into a subscription. Some people yeah. don't want to do that. If you want to hang out on my free account and not pay anything until you're ready to pay something, then you're not locked into anything. Yeah. So it, I guess it's like a lot of, you know, a lot of the fans will like having both of the, you know, some people will want to choose one over the other and there will be some fans that will be on both because yeah, like, they want to support you. Just about every person who's on my VIP is on my free account. Yeah, that makes sense. So everyone that's listening, you should be going to Jenna's OnlyFans. It's Jenna underscore underscore star. And the other one is Jenna star XXX. And star's got two R's in it. Remind me which, remind everyone, which is your VIP and which is your free? So the free is Jenna underscore star with two R's. So that's the, uh, that's the account that has one underscore. Oh, that's one underscore. Instagram sorry. and Twitter has two underscores. And then the VIP uh, for OnlyFans is Jenna Star uh, three X's. Jenna Star XXX. And if you get confused and you're trying to find it, you can always use Google. That's what I say. Yeah, <laughs> Google. I'm all. I think all my accounts show up on Google, which which struck me with another idea. But yeah, it's, it's sometimes it like the the different underscores and stuff but i know you, i know unfortunately i wasn't able to get straight you know jenna star so yeah we, it's fine jenna they will find you they will definitely find you so so off those um two platforms you know what percentage of time do you know do you spend on each of them and which is the percentage of you know, your earnings, your monthly earnings. So, you know, do you spend like 50-50 on each of them and then one of them's giving you the more earnings compared to the other? Right now, it's 50-50 that I'm working on, but it has been more 75-25. I'm turning it into 50-50 now. So it's just spending, spending the same amount of time, putting in the same amount of effort on each of them. But by putting the same amount of effort, if you're putting in 50% of your effort on both accounts, is is your earnings reflecting? Is it 50% and 50%? No, I definitely, because I just started the VIP um, and I'm really playing around with it. But my, my main income has always been the free account. Free. That's interesting. I mean, you yeah. almost can't beat, you know, at the, I mean, it, it probably take a, take a bit, you know, to get them equal, but it's kind of hard to beat like the 62,000 fans on the free yeah that's 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 like massive there a lot of them have been around you know from the beginning it shows me when now they did an update on OnlyFans. so i noticed someone will purchase something like yesterday i just noticed this and it showed all the videos that they've purchased and so i'm like wow cool this person has been here a really a really long time i mean of course it, if you pick, click on the person it shows you how long they've been following you but i think now it's cool in your little thing when they buy a video let's say five bucks then you see by their name like the other videos that they've it bought. just shows you know that fan is more loyal and you know when you're giving out the attention inside your only fans dms i think i like it that it pops up so you can see they're more loyal and if i think we're both on the same page here the guys that are more loyal get the most attention yeah they, you know everything's always subject to change this is very common with OnlyFans, but I'm working on right now. I'm not going to be answering the messages uh, on the free account because it's like, you know, answered them all already. And then by now there's like 200 messages again. Yeah. And so with the VIP, you know, if you want to talk to me now and, you know, cause I'm only one person and I, I think a lot of fans forget about that. And yeah. I put on there, I, I show that I have 62,000 fans on purpose so that you can see. And then if I'm only one person, you know, there's only so much I can I can do as one person. And I'm not, I'm not always able to get to things right away or sometimes it takes me time or sometimes I'm human and I forget. But the goal with the VIP was to try to like 
you know, for those people who are more serious and they more caring to, or the ones who are wanting to buy that talk to me more, they're buying, they're putting more financial in, they're buying me, like I have some fans that just buy everything I put on my wish list. Um, so I would like to talk to them more and then send them pictures. It's hard to find these people, you know, uh, through 62,000 fans to reward the people who are, you know, rewarding me. That was the, the goal to be set up with the VIP, which is now starting to grow. And then, yeah. then it's like, I got two things going on. Now I got two message systems. So I'm now I'm going to be working on answering the messages through the, the, the VIB. Cause if you, I mean, at the end of the day, if you want to message me all day long, if you're paying the subscription, it makes sense. But if you're not paying a subscription, I just, I can't keep answering messages like yeah, it's, for it's, like no reason. <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? I like that we've talked about, you know, the, the difference in your VIP and your free. So you said that you did Patreon. Did you use any of the other platforms to give them a try to see if they worked out for you? So I did open a Fansly during the whole meltdown of OnlyFans. So I do have a Fansly out there. I have to focus on where I put my time. Um, I just recently opened a, a yesterday a mini a mini vids, and then the reason being that I want to start playing with that is because many vids is uh, already well known and people will naturally look on there for me so i'm very interested to see what that will have to offer me there is another lo a loyal fans i opened as well basically i have these where i mean it's smart to do this and you know kind of should have you know done it a long time ago but like i said it's very hard to keep up with all this these different accounts um, it's just another platform and another base to, uh, just in case something happens to one of the platforms to have going. Now, the part that's extremely unfortunate is that if they would have shut everything down like they did on us, the fact that I had 62,000 fans, it just completely, I, I mean, I built that. I built yeah. that up. And so hours I've spent not sleeping, crying, stressed out, having headaches, trying to make that like work is just all to go to nothing. Or now I have to rebuild another account and to lose that is unfair. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're talking about like there was the issue with the OnlyFans and they brought out the news that they were no longer going to allow content creators that produced adult content. And of course, then OnlyFans backtracked on it because they realized that the vast majority of the people on OnlyFans show adult X-rated content. Well, that's the reason it was, <laughs> that's the reason that it was created. So then to try it after you use this all, and that's where all your money's coming from, and now you have a bunch of money to pull the rug out from under, uh, under our feet was just like, basically like, your it's basically basically the best way I could describe that would be like your narcissistic parent but we we dealt with it so you know it's smart that you've gone on to some of the other platforms just to like register a presence and also to secure like your username on there you know to try and make it the same across all the platforms because like you said yeah. people will go on like you just joined many vids people will go on there and they might be like oh I'm on many vids maybe she's on many vids and you know they'll take a look and they'll find yeah. you and from there, you know, you can then drive your traffic to, you know, give the hints or whatever the rules allow you on those other platforms to drive the traffic to where you want them to be, where you can give them the most attention and the most value for money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then on the, the mini vids, I made it Jenna underscore, it's one underscore on there, star with two R's. Okay. I want to talk to you about, you know, finding a niche and discovering what your fans want to see. You know, first of all, you, you started with the solo, you started with the boy girl. So you started building the fans up organically, you know. So are you influenced by the fans into giving them what they want? How, how do you kind of determine what you're going to give them? I always love hearing what they want to see because at the end of the day, you know, I am putting content out there for them. So I take whatever they want to see and then I decide what I'm comfortable with doing. And then I produce the content or I do it in a way that I'm comfortable doing it. OnlyFans has trended so many times and has trended a lot, with especially with requests. There are a lot of different types of creators and people doing different types of things. 
So I would say that now I do get a lot more. And I mean, I do have a, a such a broad fan base now that I do get a lot of requests that I, I, I don't do. And I've noticed it change through time. Maybe somebody else offers, you know, taking a dump on the internet, but I'm not going to take a dump on the internet. I'm sure there's a girl out there that is making a shit ton of money, literally <laughs> taking yeah, a literally. Dump on the and to each his own. I just don't feel comfortable taking a dump on the internet. There are some things I don't feel comfortable with doing and that's taking a dump on the internet. She's got me laughing. <laughs> I bet you there's like a girl out there. That's what she does all day. Oh, there is. Hundreds of thousands of dollars or maybe a million on this. Please, if you like that kind of girl, probably you're not going to find her on mine or Jenna's account. Just yeah. to be clear. I mean, at some, I got to draw the line somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know. It's about doing what your fans want for at the same time doing it within your limits. And don't feel pressured. You don't feel pressured to do something because you don't want to do that. So it doesn't mean you have to do it. Right. You spoke earlier about, you know, your porn fans and them finding you and you're growing some of your followers through your porn. So tell us, uh, you know, a little bit about being headhunted by Brazzers and how you come to make the scenes for them. Like I was saying earlier, they came to me and asked me if I would like to do a scene. And it's interesting because I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it for three weeks before they contacted me. I was like, how can I make this work? How can this happen? It sounds crazy. I wasn't even really using Twitter, like I had said. I I just was like, well, let me get this nether platform going. <laughs> and so I never looked in my request box either, but for some reason that day, and it was 24 hours after they had contacted me, I, I was like, eh, you know, and I got into my inbox and I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, it took me a while and I kept looking at it and staring at it and going to their profile. And I was like, so that just was a very simple message. Like, hey, you know, this is Morellis and, you know, I, I con, you know, I pick up the, the talent for Brazzers. I was wondering if you'd like to do a scene uh, with us. And, you know, if all goes, you know, well, maybe we can discuss, you know, further scenes. And then I was like, yeah. Absolutely. So that's where it started. We didn't book my scene, my first three scenes until February of the following year. So next month, it'll be a full year that I officially made scenes. So you've gone, Brazzers have hit you up, you've agreed to do the scenes, you started shooting some scenes, then they're starting to be released. Mm -hmm. They started, uh, uh, I think it was March or April. So they haven't even been fully released for a year yet. And then not all of my scenes haven't been released yet either. So from then being on the Brazzers, you started to make some scenes. I want to know what effect did that have on your free social media, your OnlyFans? A really good effect on uh, my Twitter, which is now at almost 80,000 followers. And the Instagram I opened up that I made for Jenna Star is now at 127,000 followers. So it's, it's helped out a lot, which is great because of all the work that I've put in on my own on the 700,000 followers uh, account on Instagram and then all the work I've put in on my OnlyFans. So it's great to have another avenue that is working for, you know what I mean? It's working for me instead of constantly like working on these things. So I like this. So you've gone on to Brazzers, you know, it's it's a massive platform. There's a lot of fans and those fans are now organically finding you on your Twitter, your Instagram, and also these same fans because they like what they see on Brazzers are now coming on to your OnlyFans. So now you've got an increased amount of traffic just organically from being on another website. So it's, it's it, as well as getting paid and as well as you know the financial benefits of being doing a scene for a production company you've now got the benefits of the traffic the marketing so as far as quality of the fan is great because you know they see your like you're saying they see your work they love that they come in and those are going to be a lot of your people who have more they they're sweeter they're kinder they have more respect to you they have 
more understanding. Like for Christmas, I had a fan send me $4,000 for Christmas as a gift. He also bought my my bed frame. So you can think of him when you're sleeping in that bed, Jenna. (laughs) Yeah, and then I had a, um, my purse was stolen in August um, in Miami. It was my Gucci bag I had just bought. And I had just told a fan and then about how this unfortunate event happened. So another fan had sent me $1,600 to go buy a new purse. It's amazing. So there is, there is definitely, you're going to definitely get, you know, some, some quality, you know, fans on there. So as, as well as getting the traffic, you've got the quality of fans, but then also something else happened for you, which is, this is a massive achievement in my eyes. I don't think there's any other girl. Well, I I don't know the stats, but you're probably not going to be able to just go. I know another girl that did this. I'm going to quote it. Your third ever studio production, and it was with Brazzers, it was the number one most watched scene on the Brazzers website for 2021. I mean, your third ever scene. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm in the dark in in a lot of um, what I'm doing. Um, I don't know a lot of people. I don't talk to a lot of people. Um, starting to learn who people are and connecting with people and, and building that up. And when that happened, Brazzers had posted it. It just was like, wow, you know, like, man, I must be doing something right. You know, it, it, and to be honest with you, it really, because I don't hear a lot and I'm, I'm by myself a lot and I'm really driving my own train all the time to see an accomplishment helps keep me going yeah. And really gives me that like hurrah, you know, to like like a cookie, you know, like yay, okay, I'm an, I, I I'm doing something right. I, I can keep going, you know, here, like because like I said, I don't have someone here telling me like you're doing great, you're doing awesome. I mean, it's all coming from me and hopes and intuition and and believing and uh, trusting my own decisions and you know, guessing and, you know, strategically thinking my way through what my next move is. Yeah. I'm telling you now, it's, I mean, I've been in the industry for like over 10 years and that really is a massive, it's a massive achievement to, you know, basically brand new unknown star. And then there you are, you know, the number one most watched scene. For you, that is amazing because, you know, again, you've got the promotion from Brazzers. That scene was very popular. They were using it for advertisements because they knew that the fans loved it. You know, so you're getting a lot of that free traffic. You're being marketed without you even thinking about it. That's something that you don't just get for free, you know? You said to me... um, you know, you were thinking about it and it appeared in your inbox and you never normally use it and you saw the message from Brazzers within 24 hours. For me, that, I mean, I believe in putting it out there and putting it out there in the universe and I love that you, you are a planner and you envisage things and you put things in your mind, you put things in your goal and I, I can see you lying there of a night not necessarily sleeping, but, you know, thinking things through. Yeah, it was crazy because I was laying there at night thinking about, because I had met a girl that was shooting for Brazzers, and I was like, man, you know, like, that would be that would be cool to kind of do something like that, you know, or whatever. And so when I got home from L.A., I thought about it. It was about three weeks. And then I sat there and I thought, well, I wonder if there's a way I could contact them and ask them, you know, like, hey, could I, you know, could I do this? And literally I cannot make this up I opened my my Twitter one day and they were sitting there in my inbox and I was like all right what's the lotto come on (laughs) (laughs) Jenna's like I wanted to shoot for Brazzers this is like week after week after week like we sit there and we think of these things and I, I I say this and this is like a lot of what I think about what you put out there for the universe it happens Jenna and that is like, I totally get that. I'm totally in tune with you on that vibe. You know, you put it out there, you ask the universe and the universe made it happen for you, Jenna. You know, you are articulate. You are just, you've got a clear business mind. You've got really good business ethics. You know, you've, you're making sound decisions. You're getting your team around you. you. You know, I mean, you, you, you are making it and I think 
everyone that's listening to this should be inspired. You know, Jenna Star, you've gone from zero to over a million followers and it's all on your own hard work. It makes my heart so big that you are so successful, you know, and you share on these tools. So just for anyone that are listening right now, you can, you, you can do it. You know, I've done it. Jenna Star's done it. There's many others that have done this. I think that what you're saying is really important for other people because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it must be nice. Or, you know, there's going to be a, a lot of people and there has been a lot of people who walked in. They're walking in at this point and then people think things just got handed over to me. But I came from a really rough background and I came from having nothing and I was a homeless teen. And so I was a single parent by 19. I've really, really worked really, really hard in my life just to have the simple things that other people have, the starters that you could have. So I definitely would love to emphasize for people that if you put the work into and you don't let anything stop you, because I was every statistic Basically, you could think of, hear people on a daily basis like, oh, I can't because of this. Oh, I can't because of that. I still do those things to myself. But if you put your mind to it and you put the work in and you just don't stop until you figure it out and find a way, whatever it is that you are thinking of doing, it can happen. I totally agree. Thank you. I couldn't have summed that up better myself. Thank you, Jenna, so much for coming on MILF's Making Money podcast. It's been amazing and very inspirational to have you on. And I'm going to tell you now to tell them all that are listening, all of the places where they can find you online. I have two uh, Instagram accounts. One is Jenna FYD and the other one for Jenna Star is Jenna two underscores star with two R's. My Twitter is Jenna, two underscores, star with two R's. And my OnlyFans free account is Jenna, one underscore, star with two R's. And then I have my VIP, which is Jenna Star, and it's XXX. I, like, I just opened my mini uh, vids. And so it's history in the making, guys. I just opened it. Nothing there. It's Jenna underscore star with two R's. Thank you, Jenna star. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you to all of you for joining me, Tanya Tate on Tanya Tate Presents MILF's Making Money. Here is a continued amazing future together where we appreciate life and get to, remember that, get to enjoy everything on our life journey. So if you like this podcast and you want to leave some feedback, you can do it if you're listening to me on any of those many podcast platforms out there. Please leave a rating if you like it. (laughs) Positive thinking here. You can also leave some feedback or ask me questions that are relevant to Mills Making Money podcast using the hashtag AskTanyaTate. You can ask me by commenting on my latest posts on Twitter at TanyaTate, Instagram at TanyaTateXO, YouTube at TanyaTateTube. Well, there's also another place, of course. I do have my premium social media, Sex Panther and OnlyFans. Both of them are at TanyaTate. And Joseph asked me a question inside my OnlyFans direct messages. Hashtag ask Tanya Tate. So Joseph says, how do you figure out what your prices will be? I've noticed creators with varying prices for OnlyFans subscriptions or items to sell. I find some to be unaffordable. So how does one avoid pricing themselves out of the market? There is only a certain amount of money that people have to spend on creators. Thank you. Okay, Joseph, let's think about this. So varying prices on OnlyFans, you know, I see girls that have different prices on subscriptions. So here's the thing, what I would say if if another content creator asked me about the prices, I would say, look at other people that are similar to you, that offer similar things to you. Look at their prices, find out where you sit 
in that price market. So, you know, whether it be for the subscription price, whether it be for the price of the videos or, you know, the amount of tips that the guys spoil you. Also depends on your traffic, you know, how many fans do you have in there? What are you able to get through in terms of how many DMs can you answer each day? Are you giving priority to the guys that are tipping? Are you giving priority to the guys that are tipping the bigger tips? It's it's something that as a creator, you have to play around with. You know, there are some times when the product, the value outweighs the price. So certain things for like customs, you know, they can be more expensive because the value is much more higher for that person you know it could be saying the name it could be saying you know them directing the scene if you like as wearing specific clothes so that's kind of a really high value whereas it could be something that's brand new a mass brand new message solo video that's been done at home but it's brand new so maybe the price starts higher maybe it goes a little bit lower when you know six months down the line it's it's more of a throwback it's more of a hey if you didn't see this before here it is again so you know sometimes the prices will lower that way sometimes the creator has a lot more costs you know is it more of a high value production have they had to hire a location a makeup artist have they had to pay for the photographer sometimes the costs the out that the performers have to pay you know is it shared content is it brand new is it you're getting the first lucky lucky so there's so many things as a content creator that you have to think about and then you have to balance and then you have to look at your end line you know what are your fans prepared to pay every fan is prepared to pay a certain amount to some people to some content creators they will pay more than others I guess it boils down to what price do you want to set yourself and what price are your fans willing to pay and what is your end take-home result? Are you happy with that? Bit of a long question, but I hope that answered a little bit for you there. So thank you, Joseph. So if any of you do have a question, you can ask me. Hashtag Ask Tanya Tate. But of course, I also have SpeakPipe as well. SpeakPipe is a place where you can send me a little voice note and I do pick some of my favorite voicemails of the week. SpeakPipe.com slash Tanya Tate. If you do want to leave a message there, you might get to hear your voice be replayed on a future episode. I would love to hear what you have to say. And of course, if it's something that's not really appropriate for a podcast, If it's not PG enough, you get me drift. If it's really some kind of filth that you want, then I'd say definitely go over to my sexpanther.com slash Tanya Tate. The only two places that I do talk. Sexpanther.com slash Tanya Tate. Onlyfans.com slash Tanya Tate. You know, that is it. You can get to know me better. We can talk. We can talk about most things, really. A lot of things that we don't put out on podcasts is all going to be happening over there. So thank you guys. Keep that support coming in. I love hearing what you think about the show, you know, and I love feedback. If I'm making a difference to your day, then that makes me happy. And you can get to, (laughs) it's not have to, it's a get to follow me on Twitter at Tanya Tate, Instagram at Tanya Tate XO and my YouTube channel at Tanya Tate Tube. And you can see all of my official links for my premium social media on my link tree. You can just Google, just search online link tree and then use my name, Tanya Tate, all one word. And remember... If you don't see it on Linktree, it's not me. I I do like to read quotes, but I'm not going to read a quote today. I'm going to reiterate a challenge that I have for you. I challenge you today with your thinking, your writing, your saying it out loud. Instead of, I have to do this. I want you to say, I get to do this. Try it. For a day. You can do it for a day, you can do it tomorrow, you can do it another day. Let's get to do the get to challenge together. This is Tanya Tate. Hope you are having a wonderful, amazing week. 
Thanks for listening to MILF's Making Money. Picture yourself with the most amazing future. Everything is possible. You can get to make it happen. Now get out there and go build your bank.